0: hello and welcome to my podcast join me chelsea holm entrepreneur certified personal trainer nutrition coach army wife and mom of five as we dive into 15 minutes of small steps you can do today in faith nutrition fitness mindset and family that are going to lead to big changes over time so grab your favorite beverage and join me or if you're busy like me let's multitask together and let's get started Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode. This one's going to be a little spicier than normal because we're going to be answering the question of what if you don't speak your spouse's love language and what if theirs happens to be physical touch and yours is not? Can your marriage still thrive? So If you have kids around, I'm going to keep this as PG as possible, but you might want to pop in a headphone and listen. Um, This is going to be like my palms are already sweating because this is super uncomfortable for me, but I think that there is so much value in this and I'm just going to be like really vulnerable to you. And um, we're going to talk about some things that, you know, have just made a huge impact in my marriage. And do I have all the answers? No, I do not. But we have been able to implement some things, and it's helped. And honestly, I'm going to be speaking from completely my perspective, and I'm not going to speak for my husband. Um, You know, I'll share our different love language, obviously, and um, some some different tips that have worked for us, like especially for me. Um, But like I said, I'm not going to be speaking to him or any of his partner except to say that. He is wonderful and he is very gifted. So we're just going to leave it at that. Um, So my husband's love language is physical touch and mine is not. Um, My top two kind of go back and forth and and play for the number one position in my life. But um, it's really uh, words of affirmation and quality time. Um, And sometimes they look different in my life. Um, And, you know, it's interesting because sometimes I think I'm maybe in the gifts, like, but I'm not about like receiving, just like receiving gifts, but I'm more about the thought that goes into it. Like, Hey, I picked this up because it reminded me of you. Or like, there was one time where my husband bought me a bunch of pens, like my favorite kind of writing pens. And it just made my day. And like, there was another time where he just he, he had some extras in his desk at work. And so he brought them to me and said, Hey, here's some pens for you. And I was like, what? Like best thing ever. Right. Um, and so not necessarily like gifts or a thing, but it's more about the, the words of affirmation and the quality thought that goes into it um, that really does it for me. And so the interesting thing about love languages is with our spouse, we don't usually have the same one. And so it's like, we're speaking completely different languages to each other. And even though, you know, our tendency is to show love in the language that's our own, that's not how our spouse is going to hear it and understand it. And so you could be pouring yourself out and showing them love in your language, but they can't understand it because it's not their language. Um, And so we, this has been um, a point of contention in our marriage. Like we're so thankful that we really don't have any other things that we fight about. Not that we really ever fight, but like, we just don't have any areas that like point of contention, except this, like we don't argue about finances. We don't argue about decisions. Like we don't argue about really anything. Um, And and not even that we argue about this, but it's just been a point of contention because I don't speak my husband's love language. Um, And it's one of those where, you know, I used to. And then we had a lot of kids and hormones, like, can I get an amen? If you're a sister and you can relate, (laughs) Um, you know, I breastfed all of our kids for ever. I mean, (laughs) I was either pregnant or breastfeeding or sometimes both um, for many, many years. Uh, And it took a toll in a lot of ways for me. Um, And so, and you can probably relate to this, that like, If your love language is not physical touch and you've been feeding your kids from your body all day, you've been carrying them around, like you literally gave them life and produced them from your body. Like the last thing you want to do is be intimate or even just like have another human being touch you at the end of the day. Am I right? Um, And so this was a struggle. And of course, you know, my husband, he's, he was so understanding through all of this. And, you know, like now we're at a point where I'm not pregnant. I'm not nursing. Like, I think my hormones are finally settling back into normal. Um, and I've also found some things that have been really helpful, um, adding something in called GLA complex. And that's made a big difference for me. And I can't tell you how it works or why it works. It just does. It helps me to I just be more in the mood a lot. And that's not even what it's for. It's it's like an actual supplement. It's like, it's like omegas. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's been really helpful for me. But I'll tell you, the most helpful thing for me has been coming to the realization that it is me. I am the problem. It's in my head where the war is going on. Um, and so thankfully I have a dear friend who loves to speak truth to me and I am so thankful to her for it. And we were having this conversation, you know, these, these, uh, friend conversations where, you know, we're like sharing TMI and like, this is like, you have to have like full trust and confidence in someone like this. this these are not conversations you have with just anybody. Right. Um, and so, you know, she just, she said to me, she's like, well, it sounds to me like, you know, and she's like, and I say this in all love, but, you know, and from her own personal experience, she was like, I, I say this in love, but you're the problem. And I'm like, you're right. I know it. And, um, and not in like a shameful or like guilt inducing way, but just in the fact of like, this for me, comes down to mindset and how I am thinking about myself, how I'm thinking about my spouse or not even taking the time to think about him. Like if you remember back to when you were dating your spouse and, you know, in the early stages of marriage, um, and how, like, when you would think about your spouse, you would get like butterflies and it was just exciting. And, you know, everything was new and just the thrill of it. And, you know, and after you've been married, for a long time and you've got lots of kids and like all the things, the excitement and the thrill seems to go away because, you know, for me, quality time and words of affirmation are really important. Um, and we, my husband and I literally had a conversation one time. I'm like, I just want to have like deep conversations with you. And he's like, honey, you know, everything about me. Like there's nothing else for me to share because I've shared everything with you. And I was like, Oh, like it just, it was just one of those moments where I was like, Oh my gosh, like you're so right. So anyway, and, and so that just helped me change my thinking about it, that we don't have to be talking about like in depth, like soul, like life shattering things in order for me to feel connected to my husband or loved by my husband, like just spending time together and, you know, having that quality time and just talking, like taking the time to talk about anything under the sun. Right. Like like that, that is him showing love to me too. Um, anyway, so this friend, she sort of told me like, yep, it's you, it's the ball in your court. And it's probably your mindset and the way you're thinking about it. Um, and here's the issue that I was coming up against was like, you know, and my husband would show me affection. Like I would like immediately shut him down. And like, as I'm doing it, I'm like, why, why am I acting like, that's not how I want to respond. Like, why am I responding? And I just, I realized in that moment that, oh my gosh, my thoughts have been like shut down. Like my thoughts have been keep shutting down, like shut down, shut down, shut down. And like, it became a trench in my mind and our lives move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And I had allowed this strongest thought of shut down when any physical, anything is initiated. And so that was like my natural go-to. And so I wasn't having to think about it anymore, which is kind of scary, right? I was just doing it. And then I was getting frustrated. And of course he was getting frustrated because it's like, why the heck, like, what is going on? You know? Um, And so I just, I had this realization. And um, for me, you know, if you know anything about me, obviously you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, that I'm super huge into mindset. And I think the brain is so cool and how we can literally, retrain our brain and we can use our thoughts to, to direct our lives. And it's just such a cool thing because our brains are pliable um, and we can change them based on the thoughts that we have reoccurring. And, um, and so, you know, I, I came to the realization that, you know what, I wasn't spending any time thinking about my husband while he was gone. Um, You know, I was so focused on all those other things. And so then when he would come home, I'd have to like physically make this switch of like going from like mom wearing all the hats to now you know sexy scandalous wife and like trying to transition this like it was not just a switch I could flip like I wish that it was was but it wasn't um and so like we were trying to implement like different things like okay like go change the setting like change my clothes like you know set the mood like all these things but honestly it just it took so much work and it was frustrating and then of course you know kids always be banging on the door, knocking on the door. What you doing in there? You know what I mean? Um, and so that for me was really hard because like my brain is always going. And so like trying to get my brain to shift gears was really, really difficult and especially difficult when there were other things going on. And so it was just a lot of mindset and, um, you know, and so I, one of the things that has been really helpful for me lately, um, like I said, is adding in that. GLA supplement. That's been huge just on a biological level. Um, and then the second thing that's been really helpful is just remembering things that like, I used to really enjoy like reading books for fun, not just reading books to learn or grow, but like reading books for fun. And like, I'm not into like the Harlequin romance type stuff. Like that's just weird to me. That's not real life. Um, but I do love a good, like, typical like 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 a romance you know like where it's not all about that like the book's not all about that but like you know like I just started reading oh shoot I can't remember what her name is anyway um you know I started reading this this book and it's about like this orchard and you know of course like there's a handsome guy in it and it just reminds me like because as they're like starting their relationship you know there's like flirtation there Susan Wiggs so I don't know if you know her, but Susan Wiggs, The Apple Orchard. This is the book that I'm reading right now. Um, and, you know, I I like it because it, it just reminds me of, you know, when when we're first like in those new stages of our marriage and our relationship, like things are exciting and the flirtations and and just reminding myself about those. And so just the simple thing of like taking time to read, each day for fun um has been really helpful for me and you know just um so then like the third thing that's been helpful is just you know being the one to think about him and to like um you know get my mind off of <laughs> like mom stuff but like doing it all throughout the day and um that's been really helpful and uh so we have this unwritten i guess you could say rule that before he goes away anytime one of us is going away, like we have to have, um, some quality (laughs) time together, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So PG, right. Um, and so (laughs) it was funny because last night I'm like, okay, I know you're going to be going away and like, Hey, you want to go upstairs. And, um, and he was kind of fighting off a cold. So, we had said like, okay, we're just going to go to bed. No big deal. No big deal. But then like today I said, Hey, like you haven't left yet. And I don't know. It just, it like, like just being the one to initiate has been really helpful for me. And like putting those thoughts into my mind, like, because this is a beautiful thing about marriage as God intended, like he gives us all of this freedom within the beautiful boundaries of a godly marriage. Um, and so, I think that the church has done a disservice, disservice so much. in just the Christian world of just sex and what it is and how God created it. And like, there's like literally no talk about it. It's like, don't do it, don't do it. And then you get married and like, okay, now you can do it. But there's like, there's no instruction. There's no guidance, there's no mentoring, there's no teaching, like there's nothing about the beautiful fulfillment of it. And it's really frustrating, you know, and it's like, okay, so then who's educating us in this, the world, like, we're going to let the world educate in this and something that God made and the world has perverted. Like, it's really frustrating anyway. So that's what the whole point of this is, is like, if you are married, and one of you's love language is physical touch, like, you have a marriage, a godly marriage, where you can have that freedom to explore and have excitement and just enjoy each other and what God made and how he made us for each other. Um, and, and so I hope that out of this, that you are encouraged to spice it up a little in your own marriage, um, just standing free in the bounds of a godly marriage and um, that you would implement some things that bring back a little bit of that thrill and excitement and that flirtation with each other um, and that you would just enjoy each other. um, And, you know, that you would just take the small step, especially if you're a mom um, and, you know, offer yourself grace if you're in the throes of very young kids or you're pregnant, you're nursing, like there are hormonal things going on. And I know it's very frustrating. I know that. Um, but it will not last forever, which is great. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay where you're at, you know, but just know that so much is in your mind and how you think about your spouse or like, even if like you are giving the time to think about your spouse, like if your husband's on his way home or your spouse is on the way home, like Why don't you set a reminder, have them text you so that you can start getting into that mindset and so that when they come home, you're already thinking about them and how much you love them and what you want to do with them. And you know, you're just you're ready to to show them that love and um you're gonna be much less distracted, and it's really going to lay a foundation for your thoughts of um just doing the things that you do want to do that are honoring to God and not allowing whatever issue it is that you have, um, like, like I did, you know, just allowing those thoughts to be the, the primary movers in, in your brain and that are making you do things that like, you're like, why am I doing this? Like, you know? And so I hope that you get something from this. I hope that, like I said, it inspires you to bring in the spice and, um, the scandalousness within the bounds of the godly marriage and exploring that freedom together um and have a great day thanks for listening to this week's episode of holistic health hub with me chelsea Holm. for great tips follow me on instagram at chelsea underscore noel and if you love this episode don't forget to click subscribe give me a five-star rating and leave a review i'd love to know what you would like to hear until next time